There's a man on Instagram who says in his profile that he's a wannabe contemplative. And I remember seeing a dialogue with he and another man that were kind of debating over who's a contemplative and and even the second man was like, no, you're not a, you know, you know, you can't say that you're a contemplative, even though I consider myself to be one. And I felt the need to assert myself saying I, I believe it to be an approach rather than something you achieve. And it's, it's just really interesting how all of that is just utterly ridiculous because even though in the cloud of unknowing it says that you, know, you go through these stages where you may have this lower active life and then the higher active and lower contemplative and then eventually you reach this higher contemplative in other texts you'll see that there is a need and an importance for both the active and the contemplative and even contemplatives do feel the need to engage in active work when necessity dictates it but ultimately what separates or you know the cloud mentions in chapter 27 who should be doing the work it, that indicates this choice and what that choice comes down to is forsaking the world and although the cloud is it was really written for monastics, people who live in monasteries. We can become contemplatives, at least the higher active and lower contemplative lives, when we do forsake all those things that keep us bound. And that means that, you know, when you see, you know, these things that say, oh, well, you know, sexuality, we should be emphasizing our sexuality. Like, well, no, because that sends us on that cycle of craving and sensory gratification. And, you know, this is where my study in, in Buddhism and, and yoga kind of come into play. You know, we get stuck on those patterns that the world emphasizes and it keeps us in those attachments and those aversions that keeps us in a state of suffering suffering in a a pulling us off the path versus the purification of suffering which helps purify ourselves so there's there's different types of suffering so it's that choice of and do we forsake 
those pleasures of the world, those sensory pleasures, which pull us off the path and keep us concerned with the act of life? Or do we turn towards God and have God alone as our desire rather than, am I a contemplative or are you? really about is our desire to please God, that pure desire. And that really is at the heart of what a contemplative is. 